0: chapter twenty two of the queen's necklace by Alexandre dumas translated by henry l williams this librivox recording is in the public domain some words about the opera the opera that temple of pleasure at paris was burned in the month of june 1781 twenty persons had perished in the ruins and as it was the second time within eighteen years that this had happened it created a prejudice against the place where it then stood, in the Palais Royal, and the king had ordered its removal to a less central spot. The place chosen was Le Porte Saint-Martin. The king, vexed to see Paris deprived for so long of its opera, became as sorrowful as if the arrivals of grain had ceased, or bread had risen to more than seven sous, the quartern loaf. It was melancholy to see the nobility, the army, and the citizens without their after-dinner amusement, and to see the promenades thronged with the unemployed divinities from the chorus-singers to the prima donnas. An architect was then introduced to the king, full of new plans, who promised so perfect a ventilation that even in case of fire no one could be smothered. He would make eight doors for exit, besides five large windows placed so low that any one could jump out of them in the place of that beautiful hall of mureaux he was to erect a building with ninety-six feet of frontage toward the boulevard ornamented with eighty caryatides on pillars forming three entrance doors a bas-relief above the capitals and a gallery with three windows the stage was to be thirty-six feet wide the theatre seventy-two feet deep and eighty across from one wall to the other he asked only seventy-five days and nights before he opened it to the public This appeared to all a mere Gasconade, and was much laughed at. The king, however, concluded the agreement with him. Lenoir set to work and kept his word. But the public feared that a building so quickly erected could not be safe, and when it opened, no one would go. Even the few courageous ones who did go to the first representation of Adèle de Pontieu made their wills first. The architect was in despair. He came to the king to consult him as to what was to be done. It was just after the birth of Dauphine. All Paris was full of joy. The king advised him to announce a gratuitous performance in honor of the event, and give a ball after. Doubtless plenty would come, and if the theatre stood its safety was established. "'Thanks, sire,' said the architect. "'But reflect first,' said the king. "'If there be a crowd,' Are you sure of your building? Sire, I am sure, and shall go there myself. I will go to the second representation, said the king. The architect followed this advice. They played Adèle de Pondeux to three thousand spectators who afterwards danced. After this there could be no more fear. It was three years afterwards that Madame de Lamotte and the cardinal went to the ball. End of chapter 22 Recording by John Van Stan, Savannah, Georgia.